Studies have shown that kids who spend a lot of time holding a stuffed animal tend to feel calmer and more secure, giving them a sense of control over things happening in their lives since they're able to use their imagination with their stuffed animals. And combined with a book, you've got a winning combination. Greetings to all watching and listening to this episode of Chezuba Talks. It gives me great pleasure to introduce Carrie Schmitz, co-founder of Bears Who Care, a 501c3 nonprofit. Carrie has been working in the brand marketing, promotions, corporate partnerships, and public relations fields for over 30 years for distinguished brands, including the Walt Disney Company, Universal Orlando Resort, and Rollerblade Incorporated. Welcome, Carrie. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. And that's I, a lovely introduction. I sound so important when you say all of those things about me. Well, you are. You're the happiness uh, ambassador. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's funny when you you uh, you go through life and you don't always pause to think about what you've accomplished. So uh, so it's nice to hear it. It's nice to know. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so uh, bears who care. The name says yes. it all, and it has a tone of warmth to it. Uh, tell us how you decided to start this nonprofit. That is a, a very interesting question. Uh, so essentially what it boils down to for me, uh, and this also involved my husband, was wanting to give back and leave a leave the world a better place. My parents always taught me that and it seemed like the right thing to do. So we were brainstorming. Um, we both come from corporate backgrounds, as you obviously just heard, and we just wanted to, to do more. So we were talking and both of my parents were educators. Um, unfortunately, I lost them when I was in my 20s, but my mother in particular was a reading teacher. Um, and so we, you know, I felt like their dreams and their impact on the planet was a little unfulfilled. And then uh, my husband's um, grandfather's name is Teddy and I love teddy bears. And so we just kind of put it all together because there are some charities that do only teddy bears and some uh -huh. that just do books. And so we thought, oh, you know what, let's put them together because in that way we can, um, like you said, um, help give children warmth and comfort and then at the same time inspire them to read because reading is such an important skill in life and there are so many people that still don't know how to read as adults so very true very true reading is something that is you know slowly disappearing maybe yeah. because of all the digital um, access that children have so yeah. uh that answers my question actually my i was going to ask you why a teddy bear and why not any other stuffed animals so i think uh, you answered that with the grand parents name right that's yeah Ted. well yeah so it's two things my mother she had a thing I don't know it's just something that she started whenever she would travel or she just started uh, buying teddy bears and then that became a thing for us and so she'd bring me one when she would uh, go places and things and then my nickname um, I'll just put this out there is uh, Care Bear which is what my father called me so it was Aww. kind of both of those things so yeah it's, it's it's a personal thing for sure but teddy bears are just cute right and cuddly so. They are. They are. I think there is a study also why it, uh, teddy bear is more appealing than any other stuffed animal. Not that yeah. any other stuffed animal is less appealing, but yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> good for everybody. Um, and what are the ages that uh, you serve? And is it underserved uh, communities or is it just anybody who, who you think needs a comfort, comforting book or a comforting toy? Uh, who we give the teddy bears and books to is really a combination. So 
there are their children who are in um, underprivileged communities and schools. And so we visit them quite a bit because they, mm -hmm. um, and when I talk to the teachers and administrators, they'll tell me that these children literally don't have a bear and a book at home. And so to mm -hmm. give them that gift is such a tremendous opportunity. And then at the same time, you have children of all different backgrounds that end up in hospitals and are, that are ill that also need the comfort um, and an escape from dealing with the medical situation that they're in. So we definitely help children in multiple ways and, and give them to different ones just based on their situation. It's just needing that moment or opportunity to have comfort and, and use your imagination with a book. And then the other thing too that we like is the fact that it can involve the parents because when yeah. children are younger, especially, um, because we do tend to cater to younger children, we um, visit schools, a lot of elementary schools, but we'll go up to about age 12 or 13 typically. Um, and then that way parents have an opportunity to read with the children and share that special moment as well. So it's teaching the children to read and inspiring them and then giving the parents an opportunity to be with them as well. True. And uh, you did say younger children. So uh, what what is the age that... So typically uh, we'll use zero because it can be infants sometimes yeah. that we give uh, books to. That's typically in the hospital. Um, yeah, usually to about ages 12 or 13. It, it usually kind of ends in middle school with the, mm -hmm. the types of communities that we that we go to. However, in a hospital, it can be any age range. Sometimes we have teenagers. So when we go there, we um, usually provide a whole variety of different books types because we don't know what, how old the children will be versus a school when you can plan for the particular age groups. True. And uh, I, I believe you have names for the bears. Yes. Uh, oh, I don't have it with me. But um, so our bear, we have two of them, essentially. So Bailey is the name of our bear. And our daughter came up with that name. And what's nice about it is that Bailey can be any type of bear, any gender or whatever. Exactly. You want it to right. Be. right. And you can always rename the bear as well. Um, and then the one that we give the children uh, <laughs> was a different type. It has our logo on it and a tag. And then we have one that we sell that's a, a gunned bear, which is a very nice high-end brand. And then when uh -huh. you buy one of those, that essentially equates to providing a bear and a book for um, two children. Oh, Prices lovely. are going up. It used to be about three. It's probably a little bit closer to two. But at I least you it, know yeah. that the money that you are providing and then buying the bear then translates into something that's giving to children that really need a bear and a book. True. So uh, you decide. Uh, so is there a preparation that, you know, you know, you're going to be visiting, you know, a particular child? Do you inform the parents well in advance or uh, is it a surprise? Oh, that's a good question. So uh, when it comes to the hospitals and places that support people that can't really afford health care, typically it's more of a surprise because that we don't necessarily interact with those patients because of, um, you know, sanitary needs and right. things like that. But I know for the staff members who then get to deliver the gifts of the bears and the books, it is a surprise because they come in and they provide these and say, Hey, here's something for you to help you feel better. And so I, it is nice to know that they are getting that magical moment to give yeah. that to the children. When it comes to the schools, the, we plan it ahead of time because we have to orchestrate coming and bringing all of those items. True. Um, and then sometimes it's a surprise for the children. It, it just depends because what they'll typically do is they'll tell them, hey, there's a special guest coming. Yeah. Um, and if I'm able to read with the children, it's so amazing. I just read to um, about 60 kindergartners two weeks ago, and it was uh -huh. so intimidating <laughs> because they're all <laughs> yeah, sitting sure. there, you know, waiting for you to tell them and to tell a story that's so compelling. 
So, um, but it was neat because afterward, then we were able to actually give them the bears in the book. So they don't necessarily expect that part. They just know that something uh-huh. special will happen. So yeah, I guess it is more of a surprise. Lovely. And I'm sure the expressions are priceless. Once oh yeah. It. I, what's, what's interesting is, um, uh, it's an opportunity for the children to be polite. So the teachers of course will say, don't forget to say thank you. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And I have, I, sometimes I won't give them the bear until they say thank you. Um, but some of these children, they'll just run up and hug me. They'll, they'll take the bear and the book and they'll, they'll hug the bear so tight. Oh. <laughs> they're so excited to have it. Yeah. Like it'll bring a tear to your eye if you get to do it because it's just so powerful to give them these gifts. Wow. That, that's so rewarding. Let's take a break to understand what Jazuba is. Everyone at some point ponders on how this beautiful life can be made more meaningful. Maybe you're a leader trying to enhance your employees' experience at your organization. Or you already work for the community and seek volunteers with state-of-the-art skills to strengthen your nonprofit. Whatever your situation, know that you can make a difference. Chizuba began with this very vision, a vision to facilitate every skill and every passion in the world in meeting a social need. Corporate volunteering has several benefits for both businesses and organizations. In parallel, experienced and enthusiastic volunteers join NGO workers, enabling them to serve the community more effectively. Chizuba offers everyone looking to add purpose and meaning to their lives a chance to connect or volunteer virtually with non-profit organizations from over 100 countries around the world. Visit www.chizuba.net and explore opportunities to find meaning. Chizuba, your platform to do good. And now, back with our guest. For sure. Um, Carrie, uh, it can be challenging to motivate kids to read uh, books uh, so obviously you are encouraging parents and you know teachers or you yourself are reading uh, it, what is the one challenge that you feel uh, is more difficult the the part where you are encouraging them to read or the part where you're preparing your uh, consignment so to say to uh, deliver oh. Uh, I would say it, it would be the preparation and the logistics of bears who care. The, the opportunity that you have to actually hand the bears in the books and interact with the children is really, it's kind of the glamorous side of it. Um, because when you give them the bear in the book and, and if you are able to read a story with the children, which is even more powerful, they, they definitely want to read. I mean, they, they grab the books. Mm-hmm. You can tell that they're interested in it. The, the teachers reinforce it. Um, in the hospitals, it's probably a little bit different, but I think no matter what, when you have that tangible book to read, Mm. it's, it's wonderful. But in terms of the logistics, there is, we have a storage unit and I, you know, you have to, you have these giant boxes of bears and I have to organize and count them. And when I say I, it's not necessarily just me. I try to get volunteers whenever I can. Um, and you have to make sure you have the books arranged a certain way by age group for the schools. And then, um, so there's a lot of that, which, and it's physical labor, a lot of what we Back-breaking. do. Backbreaking. So Backbreaking Yeah, work. I have to prepare people. Sorry? <laughs> Backbreaking work. Yes, exactly. Your, exactly. Your back. You need to have a strong back. <laughs> you do. You do. I'm getting older, thus I have to have volunteers. I know. But I'm very independent, <laughs> and I probably do more lifting than I should. But yeah, I do let people know when you come and you do bears who care, 
it's it's lots of physical experience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lovely. Um, so you can just consider that to be a workout, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you do. You do. You build muscle. It and it's um and it's a labor of love, of course, because you know the end uh, result. Yeah. But it is. It's dusty old boxes, and you have yeah. to run a truck, and you just deliver boxes and bags and then they turn into these amazing moments with the children so super um so uh do you do you see this going um, on a larger scale to different countries perhaps or to different you know districts how, how do you see yourself in the near oh, future you're playing into my vision that i have for bears who care and i absolutely <laughs> could see this going everywhere i would love to do that 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 is my dream um, because being able to have bears and books and give them away is something you can do anywhere. It's just a matter Absolutely. of uh, figuring yes. out how to grow and do. So right now, um, obviously, we do a lot within the Orlando area. We um, have a, a board of directors. And so one of them is in Atlanta. And so she said, well, why can I start to do some of this in Atlanta? So we're going to try to do a little bit more and start branching out. But it's um, you have to scale it. And I've got to do some business homework. To, yeah. to make it yeah. um, work that way. But yeah, I would love to just be the only employee for Bears Who Care. And that's all I would do. And maybe someday that's mm -hmm. what will happen. But yeah, I, I have the same vision that you just articulated. <laughs> Go international, Lovely. right? That's, Why can't we bring them all over the world? Absolutely. And uh, that yeah. is also this idea. I mean, I, I don't want to put it out there or uh, you can just. Yeah. It's just that uh, it's like a library as in you can share your books, you can share your bears. But obviously, post-COVID, I would say things might be a little challenging. But uh, this is also an idea, right? You could do that. Yeah, no, for sure. I um, One of the things that, and I actually read about a young girl who brought, um, created some libraries in, uh, I think, some of her local hospitals, which is really <laughs> inspiring to me. And I thought, wow, imagine if we could do that at the hospital. And, and we probably can, but instead of just having individual books the kids can keep, maybe a yes and, and you have a library there. And so the kids who are in the hospital can go and read the books, but then you also give them a bear on top of that. That would be great. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I would love to do that. Like even having helped the libraries at the schools, because the more permanent and more accessible you can make the reading, mm -hmm. uh, all the better. So yeah, I agree with you. That, that would be really powerful. Yeah. Where do you source the books from? Is it, um, do you look up and do you select a certain age group or reading level and do you select books based on um, pictures, for example? Yeah, the, the books that we select, it's typically me doing it, but we source them currently from Scholastic Literacy Partnerships, and they offer discounted books to organizations like ours, which is wonderful. So we can get really good books at a pretty good price. And the titles that I pick <laughs> are usually ones that I know are popular. I'll do some research on it. I'll ask some of the educators. And, you know, of course, my mother being a reading teacher and having a daughter of my own, I know what books resonate. So, for example, Clifford the Big Red Dog is very popular. Um, and I'll pick the different titles based on the age groups, Correct. especially at the yes. schools, because I know how many kindergartners, how many third graders, things like that. For hospitals, um, it is where you have to have a wider range. But you want to have books that are, are fun and cool if you can get them at a discount. Yes. But frankly, the children are just so happy to have a good story that, you know, we don't have to be that particular, mm -hmm. but I do pick them I have as appropriate based on the wonderful books. My levels. niece has some so, amazing yeah. books 
uh, they are, you know, the touch, the touch, the texture, feel, uh, you know, the fur of the animal, and they they are so amazing. Yeah, I mean, these kind of books, but they're very expensive, I guess. Yeah, the technology of books. Yeah, yeah, those don't necessarily fit in our budget. However, mm-hmm. we have had people um, do book drives for us, so. Sometimes I've actually early when Bear, Bear Sue Care started, there was a woman who wrote me an email and said, "Hey, my daughter's having a first birthday party, and I was going to collect a bunch of books in lieu of gifts. Could we donate them to you?" And I said, "Wow, yeah, that would be great." And by the way, we have these oh, ideas okay. on our website because people who have come up with them, I want to share them. So and so we got these gorgeous, you know, board books and some of the ones like you're describing. Some are electronic where you can push and get little different sounds. So yeah, again, in a perfect world, I'd love to have fancy books, but sometimes we do get them because people give us brand new books that they just decide. Um, and actually there's a local um, workout facility that's doing a book drive for us right now. And we'll get a whole bunch of different books. And what is the support that you seek from volunteers? Do you need any volunteers online you could do with some help there? Actually, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So I would say that the physical part, we certainly need help. In terms of online and doing more, there's so much um, social media probably is the biggest opportunity for us because I really am the one who does everything for Bears Who Care. My husband does what he can, but he works full time and I've got you know, I've got more of a part time arrangement. So I, I can't keep up with social media. Um, I'm actually hoping that I can work with Chizuba to, to figure some of that out because I know that you have some wonderful resources available. But yeah, it, it's content. It's all of that stuff. I, I can't get, I can't do enough of it. I can't get enough visibility on our social because I just don't have time. So hopefully I can get some help. Yes. That'd be great. Yes. Okay. Super. Lovely. Lovely talking to you. Uh, yeah, sure. So on Facebook, we are Bears Who Care and, uh, Twitter is, it's at Bears Who Care. And then on Instagram, it's a little tricky because somebody had it, had the Bears Who Care hand. So it's, um, it's Bears Who Care with an underscore on Instagram. Yes. It's a little strange, but that's us. But yeah. When you go, when you do Bears Who Care, you'll find us. We're the only ones. <laughs> yes. Lovely. If you are going to get anywhere in life, you have to read a lot of books. So said Roald Dahl. You are as inspired by these remarkable people as I am sharing their stories. See you all in the next episode, meeting yet another star personality.